0: Unpredictable, very resourceful, a master chef, a wisecracking know-it-all, always improving himself, he is Caleb Clifford Jennings Betterton. This is Caleb's Take. Alright guys, welcome to today's Caleb's Take. The past few days have been a little crazy to say the least, so I actually just woke up I fell asleep this afternoon, so if I sound a little different and a little tired, that's why, thankfully, God made the beautiful gift of coffee, which I'll be talking about a little bit later on today's show, so stay tuned for that. There's been some people out there attacking one of the things I love most, so stay tuned for that, but last Caleb's Take, we started a series on building pillars, building pillars in your life, and we talked about integrity and Originally, I had a short story to go along with that take, and some things happened. The audio we recorded it with wasn't quite good enough, um, and it wasn't quite passable, so I said, it let's cancel the uh, short story. Um, we went ahead and record this story, so we're actually going to play that story for you today to start the show. So, Coming up next, we have our short story about two young chaps named Bobby and Wilbur. So without further ado from last week's show that's actually gonna be on this week's show, we have a short story for you. Stand on the other side.
1: Bobby the mouse was 18 years old and a bright young chap who had just graduated secondary school. He lived on the outskirts of London and had big plans and a bright future. In the fall, Bobby and his best friend Wilbur the rat were planning to attend Rodentsville University. Bobby was majoring in English. He had dreams of becoming a great author. At the same time, his chum Wilbur was majoring in engineering. Both young men were elated on their first day of classes. They both met up that evening to discuss how their first day went. Bobby was still in high spirits, and Wilbur, on the other hand, was a little down. After the first class, he quickly realised that this would be more challenging than he thought. Wilbur didn't stay down too long, because the two young fellows were ready to see the town, and boy did they ever... As the term went on, both boys saw less and less of each other, not because of any ill will between them, but because the workload (sighs) didn't allow them the time to get together. One day, Bobby got a letter from Wilbur's mum. She had sent it to Bobby because Wilbur hadn't been responding to her letters. So, she sent the letter to Bobby to give to Wilbur. Now a little concerned, Bobby went off to find Wilbur. He checked his dorm room first, and no Wilbur. Then he checked Charlie's tavern. He knew Wilbur liked to hang out there, but still no Wilbur. Now very concerned, Bobby wasn't sure where to go. It was after school hours, and most professors had already gone home for the day. Still, he might as well check the engineering building. When he got there, most of the lights in the building were out. As he walked toward the area where Wilbur's classes were, He could feel the creepy crawlies going up and down his back. Then, he heard some rustling noises coming from one of the professor's offices. He walked up to the door, expecting to see a professor, but instead, he saw Wilbur going through the professor's grading key. Bobby was stunned. He couldn't believe his friend could do such a thing. Just then, Wilbur looked up straight into Bobby's eyes. Time seemed to stand still And then finally Wilbur spoke. It's not what it looks like. Then what is it? Replied Bobby. Just then, a tiny shrew peeked his head around the corner and asked, Have you got the answers yet, Wilbur? Wilbur was sweating and Bobby was glaring at him. The shrew, noticing Bobby, made a startled squeak. Then Wilbur went into action. He made his way to the door and before Bobby could stop him, "'Wilbur spoke swiftly. "'Come with me to Charlie's Tavern and I'll explain everything.' "'Then speaking to the shrew, he said, "'You too, Timmy.' "'The three rodents quickly made their way to Charlie's, "'where they sat near the back of the establishment. "'So what's going on?' demanded Bobby. "'I'm stealing the answers for the engineering exams,' "'replied Wilbur calmly. "'Why? This isn't like you.' "'Besides, you are smart, Wilbur. "'You don't need to steal the answers to get good grades.' "'You're right, Bobby. I don't. "'But some do,' said Wilbur. "'Then jumping in, Timmy, the shrew, said, "'Yeah, and they're willing to pay a handsome price, aren't they, Wilbur?' "'You're stealing and selling people answers to the exams. "'This is wrong, and you know it!' yelled a very exasperated Bobby. "'Wrong,' mocked the shrew. "'Doesn't this nut know how lucrative this business is to us?' "'He's right, Bobby,' said Wilbur. "'Think about it. "'You know how hard it is to make enough money to eat and be a good student. "'Think about how much your parents have struggled to send you to university. "'Think about how this could help them. "'You could join us and make more money than you've ever seen.' "'After an uncomfortable pause,' Bobby finally spoke. You're right. That kind of money could help my family and me, but you know it's wrong. And that kind of money isn't worth the price of the ink and paper that makes it. You need to turn yourself in to the university and return the money, Wilbur. This guy is a loon, Timmy the Shrew nearly shouted. What will you do if I don't, asked Wilbur. "'Then I will have to turn you in myself,' replied Bobby. "'You try and do that and we will frame you,' Timmy said in a cold, mean voice. "'That's right, Bobby, we will,' said Wilbur. "'As I see it, you have two choices. "'You join us and make more money than you've ever seen, "'or you keep your mouth shut and forget everything you've seen today. "'Because if you don't, you'll be framed and ultimately expelled from this university.' And then what will your family think? Bobby sat there stunned. He didn't know what to do. Yes, he knew the right thing, but he also knew that Timmy the Shrew and his friend Wilbur the Rat would not hesitate to frame him. Then Wilbur the Rat spoke again. We will give you two days to make up your mind. You can meet us here at 6 p.m. on Monday to give us your decision. As soon as he finished speaking, Wilbur and Timmy got up and left Bobby alone with his thoughts. The next two days were miserable ones for Bobby. He knew he had to do the right thing, but couldn't afford to be expelled. It would ruin his life and he knew how much it would hurt his parents. On Monday... He didn't hear one word his professors were saying until he was halfway through his philosophy class when he listened to the professor talking about Cicero and his thoughts on happiness and living a fulfilled life. The lecture calmed poor Bobby. He finally knew what he was going to do. If he caved into the pressure of Wilbur and Timmy, he knew he would never be able to look himself in the eye again. He had to do the right thing, no matter how much it hurt him. His last class ended about an hour before six before he went to Charlie's tavern. He made a quick stop by the engineering building and when he got to the tavern, Wilbur and Timmy were already there. The two rodents looked pleased with themselves. Bobby sat down and Wilbur got straight to the point. So, what's your decision? Before I tell you, I want to know how much you are making off this scam, replied Bobby. About a hundred pounds a student, said Timmy. "Okay, how long have you been stealing and selling the answers to the exams, Wilbur? asked Bobby. Ever since the third week of the term, replied Bobby. Finally, how many besides you two are involved? asked Bobby. Just us two, said Wilbur and Timmy in unison. All right. Well, my answer is no to both joining you and keeping quiet about what you have been up to, said Bobby sternly. Then consider yourself expelled, snapped Timmy. Not so fast, said a voice from the next table. Wilbur and Timmy spun to see who spoke. To their shock, they saw none other than Dean Ronald Rabbit and President Oliver O. Possum. "'Shocked and scared looks covered the faces of Wilbur and Timmy. "'Your friend, Bobby, invited us to listen in, "'and boy, did we hear quite an earful,' said Dean Ronald Rabbit. "'Why don't you two chaps come join us?' said President Oliver Opossum. "'It's been a month since both Wilbur and Timmy were expelled, "'and the term is almost over, and Bobby is studying for his final exam.' He has reached out to his old friend Wilbur a few times to try and reconcile and help him if possible, but he has not gotten a response. While it still hurts that Wilbur would do what he did, Bobby knows that he ultimately did the right thing.
0: Alright guys, welcome back from that short story. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know if you did. Today, we continue our series on building pillars in your life, and today's pillar is consistency. We all know that one guy, have that one friend who seems to always be on the newest diet, the latest workout plan, the next best weight loss solution out there, and yet it's usually that one friend or guy who never seems to actually lose really any weight. And the reason is because they're not consistent with any one diet, workout plan, or weight loss program. If they would just stick to one and focus on it and put all their efforts into it and do it consistently, they'd probably lose some weight. But instead, they're always chasing the newest thing because they're not seeing results fast enough for them. I remember the first year that I read my Bible all the way through, I didn't get anything from it. But that's because I wasn't really reading it very consistently. I would read it consistently for one or two days, maybe a week, and then I would lapse and miss a few days, miss a week, maybe even longer sometimes. And I ended up finishing it that year, but only because I dug down and caught up and caught up and caught up. But the whole year wasn't a very consistent year of reading my Bible. It was very much sporadic, but I was able to catch up and grind it out, and finish it. But like I said, I didn't get much out of the word that year. However, the next year in the years following, I began to get more and more out of my daily reading. Why? Because I was actually reading it daily. And I was consistent in my plan. And I improved as time went on and, became, and got more and more consistent. And as I got more and more consistent, the more and more I got out of what I was reading. You'll never see results that last until you are consistent. Consistency is the birthplace of habit. Because all habit is, is something you're doing consistently. I remember when I played football. We'd run laps at the end of every practice. And while it wasn't a race necessarily, there was definitely a competitiveness aspect to it. You naturally expect and stuff like that for the fastest guys to finish first. However, that was rarely the case. It was usually me and another dude named Caleb, actually. Because you know why? Because Caleb's are built different. That's a fact. So don't forget that. We weren't the fastest, not even close. We were probably middle of the pack. But when we ran, we kept a consistent pace. Yet, Even at the beginning, we were usually middle of the pack, as time went on, we the past to the fastest guys in the group. Why? Because they started off strong, they started off fast, but they didn't keep a consistent pace. Their pace began to slow down because they wore themselves out too fast, and pretty soon we begin to pass them by. It's the case in life. Even if you're not the most talented, the most gifted, if you can be the most consistent, you accomplish the things you set out to do, accomplish the things you dreamed of, because your consistency leads you to your goals every single time. Integrity and consistency are two pillars that we all need in our lives. You can do it because sometimes consistency takes time. Sometimes it takes work to be consistent. Today on this podcast, I am tired. I literally just woke up. I crashed super hard this afternoon, but I got to get a podcast out tomorrow. And so I'm going to be consistent in my upload, even though it's not easy, even though it's hard, I'm going to drink my coffee and get into it. So hope you enjoyed today's take. Next up, speaking of coffee, I'm going to give you one of the single most passionate rants of all time. So stay tuned. Alright guys, so right now I have a cup of coffee in my hand and what I am doing right now is something that some people out there want to stop. Recently I've seen an increase in articles about why coffee is bad for you, the dangers of coffee, coffee is 10 reasons why you want it should quit the habit of drinking coffee, all this stuff against coffee, all this coffee propaganda out there. There's also a rise in coffee substitutes that aren't really coffee, fake coffees. I think there's one called Mud Water, something like that. You know, All this stuff trying to get you to quit drinking coffee. And I find this as a personal attack on me, on who I am as a person, the lifestyle I live, and even the job I work. As a coffee roaster and barista, I take personal offense to that. And as a podcaster who drinks coffee very, very often to get my work done, and you tell me that's a problem? No, no, no. Let me tell you something. This is the solution to my problems. I found this article. It's, it's ten reasons why you should quit drinking coffee. It's propaganda. I'm not gonna tell you how to find it because it's trash and propaganda. And they say it's addictive. People addictive with coffee. Now I'm not addicted. Okay, I'm not addicted. I am. I am happy. Okay, and I am happy. I find joy. I find peace in my coffee. All right, and if. I wanted to quit coffee, I could. In fact, there are days I don't drink coffee, okay? Make that clear, I'm not addicted to coffee. Coffee is addicted to me. Let's get this straight, guys. So after seeing all this coffee propaganda, I looked and did my own research, and I found this article that I think provides the truth on coffee, So if any of you come across any of these attacks on coffee, if any of you are tempted to drink some of these coffee substitutes, they're not really coffee, these mud water, whatever else is out there, junk, that does nothing for you except make you lose money out of your pocket. So nine reasons why coffee is good for you. One, it can make you live longer. You hear that, all you haters out there? Caleb Betterton is going to live forever because he's drinking coffee. Believe that. Ah, good stuff. Number two, your, bro- uh, your body may process glucose or sugar better. You want to have things process in your body better? Drink some coffee, okay? Guess what? You're less likely to develop heart disease and heart failure. Pff, my heart's going to last forever. It's going to beat forever. Hashtag Caleb's heart beats forever don't doubt it and if you want your heart to be forever like mine drink some coffee don't fall for the propaganda i'm um, gonna a few more on here your liver will thank you every morning my liver wakes up and says caleb thank you so much For drinking coffee. I appreciate. That you appreciate me. By drinking coffee. Every. Single. Day. Except the days you don't want to. And on those days. I still love you Caleb. But I want to thank you a little less. But every day. My liver. Personally thanks me. Does your liver do that? Tell me. Probably not if you don't drink coffee. If you're falling for the propaganda. Guess what? My DNA. Will be stronger. Guess what? It's. Decreases breakage in DNA strands. This is an article I found on the internet. It's true, okay? Your DNA won't break as much, whatever that means. My DNA is stronger than your DNA. Hashtag unstoppable. Guess what? Not only is my liver thinking me, so is my colon. It says your odds of getting colon cancer will go way down. Way down. So not only is my liver personally thinking me every morning, so is my colon. And guess what? It says you you may decrease your risk of getting Alzheimer's disease. My brain can be functioning forever. All the important organs be thanking me every morning, just so you know. Guess what? You're not as likely to suffer a stroke. Again, this article is on the internet. It's true. Don't doubt me, okay? In fact, I'll give you the the website. It's actually hopkinsmedical.org, John Hopkins org. not some blogger's website about why coffee is destroying the life, some hipster's coffee-hating water, trash, companies trying to get you off coffee. No, this is johnhopkins.org. The article title is Nine Reasons Why the Right Amount of Coffee is Good for You. Look it up. Look it up. It may change your life, and it may help out your lifestyle. And what you do, you come and thank me personally, like my liver, like my colon. So, for all those people out there spreading the propaganda of hate against coffee, trying to sell you some kind of snake oil water like the charlatans did back in the Wild West days and saying coffee down and that's not... No, it is the answer. It is the answer. You need energy? It's the answer. You want your liver to thank you? It's the answer. Coffee in a reasonable amount. Again, I don't overdrink on coffee. I'm not addicted to coffee like the other article said. I drink it. I don't even drink it every day, honestly. This is a serious moment here, guys. I'm being serious right now. No jokes. Not No no rants. Just being straight up serious right now. I don't drink coffee every day. All right? I don't need to. Okay? I'm not addicted. I'm not addicted. I drink coffee often. Because it's good. It tastes Good. When you find good coffee, there's nothing better than drinking it. All right. And when that caffeine hits your veins and you're awake and you're alive, that's when you know, hey, that's some good coffee. And there's not much better than some good coffee. So, right now, What I want you to do is grab you a coffee. If you don't have one with you right now, pause this episode. Go get you a coffee, then press play again. All right, you're back. Now take that cup of coffee, lift it up, and I'm going to make a toast to all you coffee drinkers, all you coffee fanatics, all you baristas, all you enthusiasts, to coffee, to all you late-night workers, to all those early morning risers, to coffee three cheers for coffee hip hip hooray hip hip hooray one last time together hip hip hooray for coffee this has been caleb's take i hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you continue to listen don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already also check us out on twitter at MG. Also, my personal one is Caleb underscore Betterton. On Instagram, it's Real Synergist. For my personal one, it's Caleb underscore Betterton. Again, um, don't forget to contact us at synergismg at gmail.com. You can also um, go to our YouTube page in the show notes below, or go ahead and go to www.youtube.com slash at RealGist20. Also, don't forget to leave a review and a rating. It helps if I can talk. The coffee's hitting, baby. I'm feeling fast, feeling good. If you can leave a review and a rating, it tremendously helps out the podcast um, and boosts my ego and my pride. So definitely do that because my ego and pride couldn't get any bigger, but make it bigger anyway. So do that. We'll see you next time with a full show. Don't forget to be consistent and have integrity. Keep on building those pillars in your life and drink more coffee. See you next time. God bless.